0: Rings Edge! Hello everyone! My name is Sarah and I'm going to be your host today. I'm sorry that this is... late getting out. Um, I meant to do this and start this podcast like four months ago. At the beginning of the year. But it just... Life got in the way and I just didn't get the chance to sit down and do anything. Um, But today... I'm finally getting the chance to sit down and record, and we're going to talk Wrestlemania. Wrestlemania 39 just happened this past weekend, so last weekend, not the weekend that we're currently in, Um, and we're going to be discussing everything that went down. Now, don't mind wrestling in the background, because I'm still catching up from this week, and currently watching Raw, obviously, um, so don't mind that if you're watching the video version, don't mind wrestling in the background. I'm still trying to catch up, um, but let's talk Wrestlemania 39. Now, this is the Wrestlemania where Triple H was in charge of everything creatively. We know back, from back in SummerSlam, before SummerSlam, after SummerSlam, I can't remember exact day, but that Vince retired, and Triple H took over as head of creative. Well, he's the one who's been doing everything creatively these last few months. Now, I have gotten back into the product, obviously, Since Triple H has taken over. I mean, I liked it before, but I like it more now with Triple H taking over because he he knows. He's been in the ring. He's been a wrestler. He knows what's going on. So, seeing his creative side, seeing the storylines play out, seeing how everything is laid out has been intriguing, to say the least. Um, But now recently, we have found out that um, Vince McMahon, since he came back at the beginning of the year, he has, I guess, officially taken over creative again. And all final decisions go through him. Again, which, no, I mean, from the reports that I've read online, nobody is happy about. Um, Nobody seems to enjoy, obviously, when Vince is um, in charge. And I've also read reports to where, like, there are big time names where they want to leave because of Vince being in charge. Now, obviously those are rumors, no idea if they're true or not, so who's to say what could really happen, but some of the names coming out as rumors that possibly want to leave now that Vince is back is Bailey from Damage Control, uh, Drew McIntyre wants to leave, or that's the rumor at least. Um, so, who knows what's going to happen? And now, with the sale of the company, everything is going to be changing differently into, you know, with Endeavor taking over. Um, so, who knows what's going to happen with Endeavor taking over? Because, you know, they are one of the stipulations was they're going to have control of the board. They're going to have six people from their, like, representing Endeavor on the board of WWE. So, six to five. So, who knows what's going to happen in that aspect-wise. Um... It, it's kind of all up in the air at this point. We're just kind of waiting to see what happens and where things go. Now, obviously, we have no idea. Like, we're just fans. We're not in the back and We're, you know, not really sure. So, I will keep you updated as to what I find out as I read, you know, dirt sheets as they call them um, and other, other blogs and stuff that people have written, um, because obviously I'm just a fan too, and I, I don't know what's going to happen, um, I've been writing this blog for the last almost 10 years, it's crazy to think that it's been almost 10 years, um, it's probably like 7 or 8, but it seems like it's been almost 10 years, Um, So, we will see where things go. Um, But right now, we're going to get into talking about WrestleMania from last weekend. So, WrestleMania Night 1 took place on April 1st, and you have the two-hour kickoff show. So, kickoff show started at 6 o'clock from 6 to 8 uh, Eastern Standard Time and they discussed everything, all the matches for that night all the matches for Sunday night um, and gave their the panel gave their predictions and everything um, up to this point when we go into the show at 8 uh, Becky G sings America the Beautiful to start out the night Um, and she wasn't bad. I've never heard of her, so this was the first time. So, I mean, being a singer, kind of, sort of myself, I give her props because I don't think I could do that. Um, now, starting out WrestleMania Night One, we all knew that... The first match of WrestleMania to kick off WrestleMania weekend was going to be Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. Obviously, this is a big, you know, showing after all the build-up and everything where John Cena was like, Oh, you're not ready. Like, I don't want to face you because you think, you know, you're not ready for this. You're not ready for the big time. You know... All this that went down weeks prior. We get to the match. And. um, Honestly, I thought it was a pretty decent match. Considering I'm not a big Theory fan. And I mean, obviously, I don't like many heels, but. I'm not a big theory fan, so I'm going to cheer for John Cena all the way. Well, um, obviously I'm cheering for John Cena. In the process of this match happening, the referee gets knocked out. Or at least knocked down. I don't know if he was out completely, but at least knocked down. And... John doesn't realize it. He gets Theory into the STFU and he is able to tap Theory out. Now, the only problem with that is that there was no ref, so it didn't count. So, you know, Cena doesn't win. They continue the match. The ref comes back in. Siri is able to pick up the windfall and retain his championship. Now, obviously, we know that Cena is a part-timer. So, he's going to want... I'm not saying he's going to want... He is putting over talent now... And he has been putting over talent for a while, so putting over Austin Theory is not a, a big, you know, deal, um, just because it's what John has been known to do these last few years, now that he's a part-timer and he's in Hollywood full-time, um, so, yeah, I mean, I wasn't happy with the way that the match ended, But that's just me because I'm a Cena fan. Whereas Theory fans are probably, like, rejoicing because he retained. To each their own. I would definitely give that uh, match an A. That was, like, fairly decent showing. I mean, we saw more out of Theory than we have been seeing. Only because... You know, it's WrestleMania. you got to freaking step up. You can't, like, let it go. You know know what I mean? Like, you have to step up and show that you are meant to be here. That you're meant to be in the main event. That you're meant to main event WrestleMania. So, you know, you got to step it up. The second match of the night was a Fatal 4-Way Showcase match. Now these matches are kind of like, and I'm not trying to be bash, you know, Triple H and WWE, but this is what I consider a filler match. You you could have had another match, or you could have just scrapped it all together. This was technically just a filler for me. Um, I'm not complaining. Because I like some of the teams that were in it, but it was pretty much just a filler match. Um, so this match was the guys' match, was the males: uh, Strowman and Ricochet versus Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Um, obviously. I mean, like I've said, this is a filler match, and I don't, I didn't really care who won. I mean, even though I liked two of the four teams, I didn't really have a stake in this game. Um, but the Street Profits won that match, and yes, that was one of the teams that I like, and so I'm glad that they won. But, again, a filler. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> So all I'm gonna say about that match. um yes, it was a good I mean it was a good match and I'd grade that in A too just because you're showing off your top four tag teams in the men's division and you know they're all pretty good standings and pretty good showings. Uh, the third match of the night was Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Um, obviously Paul is full of himself, and you know his YouTube channel, and impulsive, and you know all of this stuff. He's full of himself and whatnot um, because he's playing the heel in this match. So I understand. I understand the backstory. I'm so. And I'm not trying to be rude. But I'm so over these celebrities coming in. And like trying to take over the product. And trying to be wrestlers. When. um I don't know how to word it. You know what I'm trying to say. I just personally feel like. You should give the spots and the matches to more people. Like, more... I'm not saying, like, give it to, like, the least person on your roster. But at least give it, you know, showcase more of the wrestlers and not your... um Not the celebrities. Now, we know that at the end of WrestleMania was... When Logan Paul's contract was up for his rookie year. So. Um. Which rumors are now that he has re-signed. Not sure positively what is going on with that. Um. But at this stage. He's he's re-signed. Um. I guess we'll just see as time goes on. But. You would think in this match that Seth would be putting over Paul um, not just because of his celebrity status but because of um, just in general because that's how Seth is. And Seth is a decent worker. Seth knows what he's doing. He's not, you know... He, he knows what's happening. Um, but we, we see the buildup of this match that, you know, Paul doesn't want to wrestle for free and he, you know, wants to wrestle on the biggest stage of them all. And, you know, he wants to make the most money out of it. Well, we see Paul come in to the stadium and, on a zip line that he says that he got for his birthday. Because his birthday was on Saturday. The 1st. So. He comes in on a zipline. And. um, Of course then Seth makes his grand entrance. And we see. Like. <clears throat> pardon me. We see. Seth make his grand entrance. And it almost. His outfit almost kind of reminded me of something that Jeff Jarrett would wear. Once he took off the coat, um, obviously, if you don't know wrestling as well as I do, you may not know who Jeff Jarrett is, but he used to wear, like, the strappy, you know, it almost looked like... I don't know how to word it. I know what I'm trying to say, but I'm, I'm not sure how to convey it without using explicit words, which I don't know if I can do that. So I don't want to test myself, um, but you get what I'm meaning when I say explicit words. So this match was one of my favorites just because I'm a Seth Rollins fan. And I think he's always had good showings in his match. He knows how to work. He knows how to take the time. He has put over numerous people, numerous wrestlers. He's put over, you know, and you don't see too much. You don't hear too much from him complaining about it or, you know. So that's a good thing. Um... But I did not expect Seth Rollins to come out with the win on this one. Just because of the celebrity status of Logan Paul. I'm glad Seth won. Because I'm a big Seth fan. But I'm... You know, it kind of shocked me, but it kind of didn't. In a way. You know, that sort of thing. Um, the fourth match of the night was the six woman tag team match. Now this match was Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch, whereas Lita and Becky Lynch are the women's tag team champions versus damage control. Um this was a pretty decent showing just considering the fact that Trish Stratus and Lita haven't been in the in the business They've wrestled, but they don't wrestle week in and week out like Damage Control and Becky Lynch do. So seeing their showing and barely any ring rust was, I mean, I thought it was great. Um, I'm also glad that Trish and Lita and Becky won. Um, I'm a huge Becky fan. So... I'm glad that they won. There is a rumor going around about Trish Stratus. Obviously, no idea how true it is just because it's a rumor. Um, But at some point, Trish may be turning on Becky to set up a match between Becky and Trish at SummerSlam this year. So... We shall see what happens. I'm not quite sure. I mean, that would be an awesome match. But, I, obviously, like I said, it's a rumor. So, who knows. Um, not really sure at this point. But, the fifth match of the night was Dominic versus Rey Mysterio. Now, obviously, if you know me. You know that I'm a huge Ray Ray fan. Um, from the beginning. The ultimate underdog. You know, didn't think he'd win the World Heavyweight Championship, but does. That kind of thing. Um, but with all of this building up with Ray and Dominic. And going from being partners and tag team champions to... Bitter enemies, um, with Dominic being in Judgment Day and following Rhea Ripley and um, all of that going on. Ray didn't want to face Dominic, obviously, at first, just because it's his son. Why would you want to face your son at WrestleMania? So, leading up to the match, there was some pretty decent. I mean, I gotta admit, there were some fiery moments leading up to this match. Um, and Ray came out on top. I think the best part of that match, though, had to have been where Ray beat Dominic with a belt. Like, that. <laughs> that was probably the funniest moment just because D- Dominic deserved it. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so, I personally think Dominic deserved it, because if if I did that, like, obviously we know WWE is scripted, everything is, you know, they plan everything out for you, and whatnot. But, The fact of, you know, if I did that kind of stuff to my parents and was that disrespectful to my parents growing up, I I would have definitely gotten the back end of the stick or something because I would not be living the next day. I'd be knocked into next week if I was disrespectful to my parents. Um... But that's just me. I grew up in a different generation than the generation nowadays. So. Um, <clears throat> but I'm glad Ray won. I'm glad that, you know, he finally taught his son a lesson. Now, obviously, the following night, Dominic attacked Ray after his match. But. Hopefully. Hopefully. Ray can continue to beat his, be, beat his sons behind because he deserves it. Uh, the sixth match of the night was the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Now, this champion ma- championship match is three years in the making. Three years ago at WrestleMania, Charlotte challenged Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship when she won the Royal Rumble. Well now this year, with Rhea winning the Royal Rumble, um, Rhea has the choice to choose who she was going to face at WrestleMania for her guaranteed title shot. So obviously she chose Charlotte because they've got a history with, you know, three years prior, like I said. And... not gonna be rude because that's not how I am and that's not how I want to be on this Um, but Rhea Ripley won and I'm glad that she won I mean I'm not a huge fan of hers just because she's in Judgment Day and I'm not a huge heel fan like I've said before Um, but Rhea has really stepped up over these past three years since they last faced off so Rhea has new things in her arsenal Rhea, you know, probably has watched Charlotte matches over the past three years and kind of had, you know, a gist of what she was going to do. um, That sort of thing, if that makes any sense. Um, But, again... I'm not a huge heels fan, but I'm glad Rhea won just because, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't like Charlotte. I do not like Charlotte. And I don't like Charlotte because I constantly think that she is being handed championships just because of her last name. My opinion, my personal opinion, you don't have to agree with me, you can disagree with me. Um, but... In, in the end, get the title off of Charlotte for now. Like, I'm just kind of over her being champion all the time. Um... But, there is also a rumor that is coming out that Charlotte is going to be taking some time off. Um, not sure what's going on because nothing has really been said. But, you know, she wants to take some time off after WrestleMania. So, have at it. We get to a segment where... The Miz and Snoop Dogg are in the ring. And they are talking about the attendance for that night. And... um, Miz is talking about, like... He put out this challenge, this open challenge, and nobody accepted, and blah, blah, blah. And Snoop is like... I didn't see that! I didn't see you put out an open challenge! Like... What are you talking about? You didn't post about an open challenge on social media. Like, what are you, you know, going on about? Well, Pat McAfee returns. Now, I love Pat's commentary, and I wish he would come back to SmackDown, because his freaking commentary is hilarious. Like, he just gets so excited, and I love it. Um, but... He returns, and he challenges the Miz for this match. Um, And Miz is like, well, I can't, you know, I I can't do this. Like, I'm in a $10,000 suit. Like, I don't have my gear. I don't. Every excuse in the book that he can possibly come up with. Well, Snoop Dogg's like, I can make it happen. So he makes the match. So. so The seventh match of the night. Was Pat McAfee versus The Miz. And of course the winner was Pat McAfee. Um. Because it was just kind of thrown in there. Which I'm okay with. Because I like Pat. I like his commentary. When he was on Smackdown. So. Obviously. (laughs) He's not, like, a professional wrestler, but he wants, you know, he's been at the last few WrestleManias, so that sort of thing. Um, The eighth and final match of that night was for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. Now, this match is a year in the making. This match is everything. Everything. To Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. With all the problems with the bloodline. All of the problems with Reigns and the Usos. And Sokoa. And, you know, just everything going on there. Zayn being in the bloodline for a while. And then he finally turned on them at Royal Rumble this past year. You know, this, this match is pretty much a year in the making. Um... With a 600 plus day title reign with the Usos, we we see the Usos lose. The Usos lost the titles. Now, obviously, that sets up um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So, obviously, they're the winners. But, my thing is, we know... We know the track records. We know how Sami Zayn is. We know how Kevin Owens is. Is Kevin going to turn on um, Zayn, like before, or are they actually going to stay friends? I mean, they're they're friends in real life. They're best friends in real life. They they were in each other's weddings. Um, but are they going to stay? For, you know, like wrestling partners, or is one going to turn on the other? Because that's been known to happen. So I guess we're just we're just going to see. We're just going to play it out, and we're going to see. Um, but that ended night one of WrestleMania. Thank goodness that that I mean that match was like holy poop. so many false endings that you were like what is going on like holy poop let's you know what what is happening you know kind of thing like that's how I felt like every time there was a false ending it was like okay well they're still in it they're still like you know let's go they're still in it they're still trying to make it they're you know like they're kicking out let's let's keep going Obviously, they beat the Usos. Now, obviously, that doesn't make the Tribal Chief happy, but, oh well. That's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. So, going to night two, again, the kickoff panel was two hours. They talked about, you know, the matches and everything. Um... Jimmy Allen performs America the Beautiful to start out the show. Apparently, he's, like, a country singer. I've never heard of him, so I, I have no idea. Um, but, apparently, you know, I, mean, I didn't think he did too bad. Again, like I said about Becky G, I could never stand up there in front of somebody, like, you know, in front of millions of people. And do something like that. So, more power to ya! Um. Now. The first match of the night was Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Obviously. This match for me was also a throwaway. Just because I didn't have a stake in the game on either person. Because I don't like either superstar. So. Um. But. But. It was pretty much, we all thought, a hey, disagree, if you want to, but you thought it too. We all thought that Omos was going to win because that's the way that they were making, they were building him up. But they, you know, all this stuff to make him the stronger person, to make him, you know, take out Lesnar. What happens? Lesnar wins. With an F5. I do believe it was. Um, So, you halted all of that momentum that you were giving Omos to start out. And you brought it to a full stop. So, where does that leave Omos? I guess it's just a wait and see. Because now, technically, with WrestleMania over... The new year, quote-unquote year, starts to make it to the next WrestleMania. To build yourself, to showcase yourself, to make it to the grandest stage of them all. Um, and with next year being WrestleMania 40, in my home state, uh, about, I don't know, four and a half, five hours away from me, um... In Philadelphia, it's you know you you pretty much build from WrestleMania to WrestleMania, so that's what. So who knows what's going to happen with Omos from here? Uh, There was there's also a rumor that Lesnar may be taking time off again. Um. Not sure what's happening at this point. Who knows? This, I mean, it's a whole big, big nothing burger. Because we're not really sure what's going to happen. Um, We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Uh, The second match was the Fatal 4-Way Showcase match for the women's teams. Now, again, like I said, for the men's teams, this was kind of like a throwaway match for me. This was a filler like please tell me the point of having these matches are they going to get a title shot are they leading up to that where do the winners go you know that sort of thing we don't really have any answers at least that none that i've seen um up to this point But in this Fatal 4-Way, you have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez teaming together. You've got Natalya and Shotzi. You've got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And you've got Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Now, obviously, we've seen leading up to this match... um, You didn't really hear much out of the first three tag teams that I named... But you heard a lot out of Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, you know, because they have to talk their way, you know. Sorry, not a fan of either of them. Um, But that's just me personally. I didn't really have a stake in this fight, uh, but I the way that the match was won was just kind of stupid. Um you had Shayna and Rhonda winning it, but they won it via submission, but this was the only time that Rhonda got in the match at all. Now obviously it's hard to get in a fatal four way match, especially if you're tagging in and out, because you don't want to tag the bad guys in, like you want the good guys to win, you know? You want your favorites to win. Well Eventually, you're going to have to tag in a bad person. Um, Heel, whatever. So, you know. So, Shayna didn't really... I mean, Ronda didn't really get in the match very much at all. But they won the match via submission. And I believe they tapped out Shotzi. Um, So, where does this lead everybody in this match? Now, I've heard rumors, um, that Rousey and Baszler were going to go after the women's tag team titles. Um, not sure, not sure what's happening with that yet. Um, haven't really heard anything else since that. So, not, you know, like I said, not sure what that rumor is going to be, um. But we'll see. Uh, After this match. They brought out. The winner of the 2023. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which used to take place. On the main card of the show. um, But has the last few years. Has taken place on Smackdown. The Smackdown before. WrestleMania. Um, So. It's not as. As. Broadcast it. I mean, it is, but it's not, you know, it was, I can't, I don't even know how to word that. More special, I guess, on the card than it was, than it is being on like one of the weekly shows. Um, But the winner of this match was Bobby Lashley. Now, we had heard that Bobby was going to be facing Bray Wyatt. Um, after Elimination Chamber, but there's been a lot of controversy going on with Bray. Um, so who really knows? Not sure where Bray is, not sure what's going on with that, not sure with Vince being back in charge if Bray's even gonna come back. Um, so I guess it's just a waiting game to see what happens and, obviously, Lashley was not happy about being, I mean, I wouldn't be happy about um, not having a match on the card if I've worked this hard to get there. Um, but that's just me. So, the third match of the night was the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, again, Banger. Like, this was a freaking banger match. Gunther, who is... Or Gunter, who is the champion, took on Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Again, banger. That's a freaking five-star match. Like, Gunther has been putting on five-star matches for a while now. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I do like him, and I do like his, like, technique and how he is in the ring. And, you know, he kno- he knows what he's doing. Like, that's all it is to it. He knows what he's doing. Which is hard to find nowadays. Um. But Gunther came out on top. Um. I believe it was a pin to Sheamus. Now, Sheamus has been going after this IC title for a while now because once he gets the IC title, he is officially a Grand Slam champion. Um, which means he has held every single title on the main roster except for the IC title. So hopefully... We can get that happening for him. Um, He's been putting on bangers lately. So... This whole thing with the brawling brutes... Has kind of just taken off. And... You know... He... Like... For being a veteran and being in this business for so long... He still knows what he's doing. And he's still capable of putting on a banger of a match. Um... So, good for him. The fourth match of the night was the Raw Women's Championship match. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Now, we found out back in the Elimination Chamber that Asuka was going to be the one facing Bianca Belair. Because um, she was the winner of the Chamber match. So... The build-up to this was—I honestly thought it wasn't the greatest, but that's just me. Um. But it make it made sense, and again, another great match um, between the two women and the two showings, and Belair came out on top as the winner. Um. And that solidified her as having the women's championship on Raw for 365 days. So a whole year, because she won it last year at WrestleMania. Um, she has been a champion for a whole year. So... That was actually pretty interesting match. Um... Again, we have a segment with The Miz and Snoop Dogg where they talk the attendance, they talk the two-night attendance, they, um, you know, Miz gotta run his mouth like normal, the usual, um, but we see a returning Shane McMahon come back. And he he is going to be facing. Well, he did face the Miz. Now, when Shane was going for a leapfrog, he came down on his leg, and we watched him crumble to the mat. After the match and after the show, we ended up finding out that he he, he tore his ACL. Um. So, technically, the match, now, obviously, that wasn't planned because you don't plan to tear anything. You don't plan to get injured, you know, you don't this, that, and the third. So, the Miz and Snoop Dogg had to improv- improvise, and Snoop was like, well, sh- I'll take you out, you know, like, let's go. So, Snoop took out the Miz, and it pretty much turned into a triple threat. Where Snoop Dogg pinned The Miz. Pretty funny showing, though. Uh, The sixth match of the night was the Hell in a Cell match. Between the Demon, Finn Balor, and Edge. Ever since Edge returned, I have been a fan of his. I mean, I was a fan before. um, But since he's returned... I've been a fan of his, and so I'm glad that he won this match, but everything that those guys went through in that match was just ridiculous. Like, I, mm. um, we found out, I found out after the show in recent reports that, Balor was actually dealing with an injury. But he continued with the match and decided to go on with the match. Um, So, not only was he injured beforehand, but he got injured in the match. There was a spot in the match where Edge was throwing a ladder at Balor. It caught him right in the head. Um, split his head open. Like, he had a big, he has a big old gash on his head. I believe I read that it was 14 staples that they had to put in afterwards. Um. But at ringside, they gave him numbing, um. Numbing medication and you know, got him back in the match, even though they technically could have stopped the match. Um, he chose to continue. But Edge came out on top with that one, so I'm okay with that. Um, now, the next segment, they show the Hall of Fame class of 2023. Now, Friday night was a crazy night for wrestling. Like, this pat like, um... The Friday before WrestleMania was a crazy night for wrestling because if you've been keeping up, it was Supercard of Honor, SmackDown, Rampage, and the Hall of Fame all in the same night. So, I pretty much had to pick and choose what I was watching. Um... But I I eventually watched the Hall of Fame after the fact because I was watching Supercard of Honor with a buddy of mine. Um, So after the fact. Uh, But your class of 2023 was Stacey Keebler, Andy Kaufman, The Great Muda, The Warrior Award went to Tim White, who was a referee, and headlining was Rey Mysterio. Um, so good to see Ray go in. This is the first, I believe this is the first time that an active competitor has been inducted. Um, usually you're inducted after you retire, but I think this one was the first of an active wrestler. Um, so something different, you know, let's just turn it on its head, why not? Um, The seventh and final match of the night was for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I don't even know where to begin with this one, guys. Just because... I'm not a huge Reigns fan. I'm over him being champion. I'm over... This whole bloodline, tribal chief crap. Um, and that's what it is to me. It's crap. Um. But, in the same sense... I really wanted Cody to win. Now, obviously... If you watched WrestleMania, you know that... Reigns... Retained. Um... And reports that have come out after was that that was actually what was supposed to happen. Reigns was supposed to retain so that way the storyline could continue and the story could, you know, um, keep going. So, will there be a championship match at Backlash? Will it be at SummerSlam? You know, where, what's going to happen? Um... It's just a waiting game to see. Because there is rumors and talk that Cody will get a rematch. Um, So hopefully, they also want Reigns to pass the 1,000 day mark. And he's only at like, well the last one I remember, he was only at 946. Now obviously, it's been a couple more days since then because that was Monday night's count. Um, but they want him to pass the 1,000-day mark. Um, so that's kind of how, where we are right now. Um, it's, like I said, I have no real feeling Sorge's match just because I see how it is, and As much as I wanted Reigns to lose to Cody, I can understand where they're coming from with um, building Reigns up the way that they are. Does it make it any better? No. It is what it is. Um, But that's just my opinion. Obviously, this was like a banger of a match, too. Except for the last few moments where Sokoa gets involved because that's what he does. He's the enforcer. Um, But in the end, what was supposed to happen happened and, you know, there's not much you can really do, I guess. Um... So that is your two nights of WrestleMania review. Obviously, this was the first time where I'm just getting the gist of things and figuring everything out. Um, new setup because I've never used, I've never used the Mac. I've never used the mic. I've never used the ring light. Um, so this is all new to me. So. If you enjoyed this episode of The Ring's Edge, please leave me your feedback below. Um, follow me on all social medias. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. YouTube. This will be up on YouTube. Um... I feel like I'm missing another, uh, probably not, I don't know. Um, But be sure to follow us on all social medias at The Ring's Edge and any feedback that you have that you think that I could do better on, that you think that I could improve on, um, anything you would like to see, anything, you know, along those lines, drop a comment drop a message you know hit me up however way you want to um, all of my links will be in this description below along with the email if you prefer to email um, you can email me at edge 6 at gmail.com and follow us and like us and subscribe and tell your friends, and I'm hoping, 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 fingers crossed, to get out an episode weekly, um, that is the plan at this point, unless, you know, life decides it wants to take over again, which has been happening a lot lately, (laughs) um, but please let me know what you liked, what you disliked, what I could do better, Like I said, this is my first time doing this with all the setup, so I'm still a bit rusty. Um, But I want to thank you for checking out The Ring's Edge. And I would love to see you come back and chat with me about WrestleMania um, and about the shows afterwards. Cause we're still working. We're still going. We're still making it happen. All right, guys. I hope you have a great day or morning or evening, whatever it is where you are when you're watching this. And I want you to come back to the Ring's Edge.